0: Boys, got some bad news for you. Even though you're trying to cheat, when my back was turned, donkey lips, you're five pounds over the cruiser weight limit. Sponge, you're five pounds under the flyweight limit.
1: That means we can't go to the tournament. Wait, me again. I'll put on all my allergy bracelets, all my my boots, my, my, my yeah, clothes, and... And, and, I'll, and I'll take out my retainer, and I can get a haircut. Sorry, guys. I guess you'll
0: just have to have lobster some other time. Nick, 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 Nick. Nickelodeon! Nick, 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 Nickelodeon!
2: Good morning, campers. This is Big Orange Couch, the 90s Nickelodeon podcast where we talk about all things 90s Nickelodeon. My name's Joey. I'm
3: Andrew.
4: And I'm Brett.
3: This is episode 235. We're talking
2: donkey lips and sponge way in. Or, <laughs> or, uh, cheeseburgers in paradise. Mm-hmm. We might as well just have the conversation right here. Salute shorts, of course. If, uh, sure. For, oh, yeah, for, yeah. for those, uh, not aware of don- who Donkey Lips or Sponge are, <laughs> uh, preference Donkey Lips and Sponge Way In or Cheeseburgers in Paradise?
0: Uh,
2: I've always just
3: thought of it as Donkey Lips and Sponge Way In.
2: Yeah. I think Cheeseburgers in Paradise, like, is snappier. Yeah. It sounds but, like a good name, the episode. Yeah. You know what I mean?
4: Yes. But it's... Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even know it had two names. I couldn't find it under any name. <laughs> <laughs> you, yeah, found it by, you found
2: it under, like, one by 8
4: Yeah, I one found by it by the, the season <laughs> and episode, which didn't correlate to no. what Wikipedia had. Definitely not what Paramount Plus has, because they only have five episodes a season, and I don't think that they're in any particular order. They are not. It's so stupid. So that was difficult. <laughs>
2: Yeah, there are some shows where I get why this is a problem. Because, um, like, they never garnered huge fan bases. Yeah. But I don't understand why Salute Your Shorts', um archival n- dates and episode listings are yeah. so confused.
4: Um. And furthermore, YouTube <laughs> has a video titled Donkey Lifts and Sponge Way In, and it is not that episode. I was like, five minutes into I'm like I don't think this is right (laughs) let me double check and sure enough I was way off (laughs) um
3: yeah it's weird I feel like uh maybe they lost the original materials or something Hmm. because it hasn't been available on DVD right number one series uh requested on TV shows on DVD back when that was a website damn Um,
4: even more than Freaks and Geeks yes yeah Yeah. uh (laughs) Well, they got their DVD pretty. Yeah, yeah they finally. Yeah.
3: Um, but, uh,
2: and yeah, like only 10 or 12 episodes available. It's like uh, something very weird. Going. Yeah. I mean, I, I brought it up on this podcast before, but this was one of the, I think this is the only show that I bought like a, you know, fan version uh, off yeah. eBay. And it was just a mess. It was <laughs> like they skipped all over the place. Like the discs just were not any good. Yeah. Uh, it was a real bummer, because, like, I think in retrospect, all I really wanted to watch was Zeke the Plumber, <laughs> and that, <laughs> that episode skipped, so it was just like, well, this whole thing's a waste, <laughs> but, um, I do know now for sure there are some, like, pretty good, uh, homemade versions out there, including Michael Bauer, Donkey Lips himself, who sells them, um, you know, and I couldn't find a official website for him
5: right hmm, now, I okay, don't if, I
2: don't know if it's... He's pretty active on, uh, social media, he's... Yeah. He's on Twitter, he's on Instagram. Um, um, I'm sort of interested to know
3: how what the quality is of the ones that have officially been released. Mm. I haven't seen them, but yeah. even the ones that are... Uh, even the best quality ones that I've found so far are not great. I have like a hiss and the occasional... <laughs> well, VHS I don't think the show
4: is necessarily recorded in the highest <laughs> quality either, so... Sure. When your source material is pretty bad... Uh, replications are going to be bad too have you uh, watched any of the they're, they're on
2: Paramount Plus have you seen any of those mm, no, no. They're, pretty oh, yeah, really? they're pretty good Oh, yeah they're pretty good like it, a complete regular episode of something just real, no just real clean okay <laughs> you know the, the aspect ratio is <laughs> 90s but uh, everything else is the, the audio is pretty clear uh, um, so yeah I was, I was able to watch a
4: nice clean version of this very good <laughs> Uh, which is... It was on Paramount Plus? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. It wasn't listed as...
5: <laughs> Hold on one second.
4: It wasn't listed as anything that had anything to do with... It. <laughs> oh, it is. It's listed as Cheeseburgers in Paradise. I could have watched oh. this on my TV. Oh, boy. Oh. Crystal clear. <laughs> well, had I known there was a second title to it... Yeah. uh
2: could have watched, I mean, watched it last night this was
4: a huge advantage
2: i'd say in some of my stray observations probably <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um well yeah this episode so as we mentioned it, it, it has those two titles uh it also has two air dates that are listed um june june 19th 1991 was listed twice on the internet and september 21st 1991 was also listed which I don't understand how that date is possible if it is season one, either episode eight or nine, depending yep. on the <laughs> listing. Uh, September doesn't seem feasible. Um, but we, we've talked about June of 1991. Um, I think, Brett, this is the first time we're having you on for a Salute Your Shorts episode. Sounds right. Uh, origin origin story of Brett and Salute Your Shorts? Were you a fan when you were... Uh, channel
4: no not really (laughs) uh never really liked this show or hey dude and i know that they have like really nothing in common but i I lumped them together as shows i didn't like
2: i think there's comedically they're pretty different but i think there's there's like a dna of out actual location kids yeah kids on a location Mm
4: -hmm. uh it always just was really i don't know it looked bad Hmm. when I was a kid. And I was like, I don't want to watch this because it looks like it's low production.
3: Wow. Pretty early. (laughs) Well, like, it's terrible.
4: (laughs) Uh, Disney Channel bread over here. (laughs) No, I mean, I was like, I might as well just watch cartoons where it doesn't look like...
3: Yeah,
2: yeah, I mean, I know what you mean, but...
4: Look hmm. bad.
3: Hmm. I... There there was a period where cartoons looked like suddenly amazing and regular kid... uh, I also Film didn't have... shows didn't get that far.
4: I also probably didn't have Nickelodeon until, like, the late 90s. So okay. watching an early 90s Nickelodeon mm. show in the late 90s, yeah. it just seemed bad. And, like, by the late 90s, they had upped their game. Sure. They yeah. had gotten more money. They had better <laughs> cameras, apparently. Eddie McDowd. <laughs> <laughs> Anna Moore. <laughs> um,
2: no, I, I, I could see that. I, I guess I, uh we've talked about this a bunch but just the actual like outdoor setting always really appealed to me hearing as as we sit outside hearing the nature um i don't know just being at camp without having to actually be at camp yes just felt
4: good yeah sounds great
2: (laughs) brett did you ever go to camp
4: i didn't and that's another thing that confused me about this show is like what is that what camp is like and what camp are they even at and why are they there do they go home?
2: It seems like just a summer camp. Yeah,
4: yeah. It doesn't um, explain how they got there, what they're doing. <laughs> just starts off like, oh, there's kids at this random camp with this counselor that's a bit of a drag. <laughs> I feel
3: like it's pretty uh, like, self-explanatory, most of it. They're there. Yeah, camp, they're at it's camp. camp. It's summer. It's summer.
4: Well, the one episode I started watching that was wrong is, like, he has them doing, like, push-ups and stuff, like it's like mm. a weight loss camp or something, but... Or it's like some sort of disciplinary camp yeah, where yeah. they're trying to learn how to be better <laughs> teenagers, and I don't, I don't think it's any of that. It's just a random camp where they go to. Yeah,
3: just catching five ra- the long <laughs> five random minutes. Could, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's Lead all astray. Astray. yeah, but
2: it, it, but it always feels like camp. I mean, it's not bug juice, <laughs> sure, <laughs> but uh, what is? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it sounds like you started
3: on. Uh, Budnick and Michael fake being sick yeah which is like a particularly cheap <laughs> looking episode I feel mm. like um so that might have been, might have contributed um appropriately we're outside yeah it feels uh nice I guess <laughs> it's summer still
5: <laughs> yeah
4: anyways the show is very confusing to me I, I don't <laughs> really quite understand I get that they're at a camp but I don't know why well
2: why does anyone go to camp because your parents send you yeah, And they do address that in the show of like, yeah, my parents sent me.
4: But why? Were you a bad kid? I don't think no, anybody it's could. just like
2: they wanted to be there. Maybe know. in Budnick's case. Yeah, sure, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know.
4: <laughs> it seems suspect. All right. Brett has his you don't misgivings. don't think
3: anybody wants to be at camp?
4: I mean, the whole... Uh, my entire memory of the show in this episode included, that doesn't seem like anyone wants to be there. Oh, yeah, I see. They're always trying to get out or... Sure. Yeah, I, I, think I think
2: it's I half and half.
4: Not do the activity or bring in things that aren't supposed to be there, such that's as this episode. <laughs> Who do you think's happiest to be there? Mm. Zizi,
2: Oh, yeah. Telly? Zizi Telly. They might be the only ones that like sponge. it.
5: Yeah. But
2: those... Mm. Yeah, but those two girls are definitely... And this would definitely, if you, if that's your feeling, Brett, this may be one of the more confusing episodes because, like, it's not even really a camp component,
4: like the outside no. wrestling. Yeah. Component. yeah, what was that? that who, are, who are they wrestling against? And
5: <laughs> other, other I don't want to give away maybe? too much
4: of the episode, but they <laughs> sure, sure. never addressed that? So that's what's Is this an athletic camp? Like, <laughs> yeah. What do you mean? There's a wrestling team and. Again, I don't want to give away too much to the listeners for the, preview, for the review. Oh, we will be spoiling uh, this 31-year-old episode.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, do you want to you wanna jump into it? Sure, sure. Yeah. Why not? Uh, well, over at the boys' bunk, campers are eagerly,
3: eagerly waiting their turn to shop through Budnick's trunk of personal grooming products. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> Classic. Already great, just starting off. It's beautiful. a real classic start. I feel like there's a couple episodes where it's like Budnick wheeling yeah. and dealing. Yeah. Um, detecting something amiss,
3: Ugg raids the trunk, only to discover that Budnick is hiding outside food inside everyday
5: objects.
0: <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> you know camp policy. No outside food. Your parents send it. I ate it. Like this. Red licorice shoelace. I never want to catch you bringing food into Camp again, Okay. But when Ugg leaves, Budnick reveals that the licorice was actually a real shoelace.
4: <laughs> yeah, that made sense. <laughs> Look, Ugg. Uh, Kevin. Kevin is not the sharpest tool in the shed. And it was a good prank, but.
3: <laughs> and there is a really good uh, sound effect when Budnick is watching him eat it. It's like, I can't even do it. <laughs>
2: Um, I think one of my favorite lines, maybe it's a scene where um, Ugg Ugg says, how could I be so stupid? And Bugnick says, could be hereditary. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good piece of uh, joke
3: writing. (laughs) Uh, Later at the lodge, while the campers complain about the meal schedule, they discover that Donkey Lips and Sponge are signing up for wrestling. They explained that they're trying to win a lobster dinner at a fancy restaurant where the waiters
1: dress like pirates. We're signing up for wrestling. Wrestling? Moby Dick and Captain Wuss. Hey, I resent that. I happen to meet an excellent wrestler. I'm quick, I'm smart, and I always win my weight class. So where does that leave you, Hulk? Let me demonstrate. Ah, let me up. One, two, you bitch, three. You big you're going to squash me. Oh, yeah. yeah. The kids who went last year said the winners get to go to this great seafood restaurant. Yeah, where the waiters dress like pirates and we get to have a lobster dinner. I even brought my own claw cracker from home. It's got my initials engraved on it. Wrestling bites unless you get to dress up like Sergeant Slaughter and body slam the atomic werewolf.
2: Is this a, is there a real lobster place like this? I don't know. Like are they they paying homage to like a place but not saying the name? Like it's not Red Lobster.
3: I feel like it's just, like, a, a generic kind of uh, seafood restaurant thing. Okay. Dressing up like pirates. Yeah. Okay. I All can't right.
4: think of anything in particular with their vitamin?
0: I
2: mean, I'm sure. <laughs> lobster, that sound good to you? Because there's a huge component here. They want that lobster dinner.
3: You know, I was, I've was i never been huge on seafood in general, but something about the way they're talking about it <laughs> I've always loved. The way uh, Donkey Lips says...
4: I mean, so based on the meals that they lip. were eating, the food was yeah, yeah. moving around. You
3: know. That lip-smacking lobster. So, yeah, lobster sounded delicious. It really...
2: <laughs> the, I'm, I'm with you. I, I've never been much of a seafood person, but the way they always described it, even as a kid, I was like, boy, that lobster dinner does sound yeah, good.
5: Yeah. <laughs>
4: lobster bread, do you like it? I like it now, but yeah. not when I was a kid. Yeah. Like, camp age, I would have been like, Give me the burgers. Yeah, hard sell, yeah.
3: <laughs> um, the only problem is when Ugg weighs them, Sponge is underweight
0: and Donkey Lips is overweight. Donkey Lips, you're next. Whoa! That thing almost gave off sparks. Now let's see, I think it's about... It's here, about... Ugg. No, no, I, I definitely think... No, too. it's here, Ugg. I know my own weight. Trust me on this one, Donkey Lips. I think it's definitely... No, it's donkey here! Donkey it's donkey. here! Okay. Now let's see what the requirement is for your weight
3: class. Perfect.
2: Perfect, though. I mean, I love this setup. Like, they're both kind of the underdogs <laughs> yeah. of the show. Two underdogs with a scenario that's like, oh, so close. Like, yeah. that's the hardest. When like, they like... can
3: understand each other, but it's not the exact same situation.
2: Yeah.
3: Determined to make the team, they agree to let Telly be their personal trainer in exchange for some of their lobster. Mm-hmm. I don't know how she's going to get it, but... <laughs> yeah, she wants, she wants
4: <laughs> in on that sweet, sweet lobster, too.
2: But she's the logical choice. You know, perfect, yeah, perfect kind of, of, of mission for Telly. Uh, later, as the campers pick at their bratwurst, bratwurst
3: surprise, <laughs> Budnick promises to sneak them hamburgers from a real restaurant. <laughs>
4: With a handsome waiter.
2: <laughs> you may have exaggerated uh, <laughs> that part a little. Is the real restaurant what we end up seeing? The shack? Yeah. yeah.
4: Okay.
5: <laughs> Which is also hilarious when yeah. they finally see it. <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, meanwhile, Donkey Lips and Sponge are struggling with the special diet and exercise plan Telly has devised for them. Um, this, for some reason, always stuck in my mind. A classic... Uh, salute your shorts moment when uh, when uh, Sponge finds out that the uh, protein shake has solidified and won't come out of the thing. <laughs> <laughs> it also makes a great clunk sound like when he throws it away. Um, while Sponge force feeds himself 20 bananas, Donkey Lips has to take 20 laps around the camp. Boy, couldn't
2: do either of those probably. This sequence is a little long. Some and this is um this is a I guess a critique of salute you shorts that i i found i'm often having the more we talk about it is that their montages while i enjoy a good montage Mm -hmm. and their music usually they're perfectly scored but they just last a little too long
4: the music on this episode was all over the place i mean the montage had like this like benny hill yeah kind of tone to it and then Later, there's a different one where it's kind of like ragtime. Like, what do, did they not know?
2: Oh, they're just using that royalty-free music. What they you? wanted to do for this? <laughs> it's like, what do we got? All right, we got a ragtime. Um, <laughs> I I kind
3: of appreciate it in this episode because I want to feel how hard this is for
4: Donkey Lips especially. You know, yeah, it's not easy.
3: Twenty laps around the camp.
4: Jeez. Oh, I see. I think the bananas is. The bananas had to be impossible. Twenty bananas
2: <laughs> for a little sponge—it's like half his body weight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The twenty
4: laps, as you find out, turned out to be one mile. <laughs>
2: yeah, okay. which yeah, is sure, difficult. Sure. Yes, I for guess. sure. Yeah,
4: twenty bananas—that <laughs> <laughs> is a lot. I think at
2: three, yeah. you're like almost gagging. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course, we know. How,
3: we'll we'll learn how long. Oh well, I guess we can say it, uh, how long it took. Donkey Lips to get around the camp. So Sponge had quite a bit of time to get those bananas down. Um, uh, Back at the lodge, the girls let Budnick break their emergency piggy bank to pay for their burgers. But as he's placing their complicated order, order, Ugg catches them and sentences them to collect trash around the camp.
4: Also makes no sense. (laughs) Like, what was his plan? Like, just to get money and then he's gonna order the burgers? Yeah. He, it then, sounds like he was going to try to have him delivered, maybe. Yeah. But where does but, he get? Where's his cut come from? Fr- well, uh, I'm
2: assuming he's factoring that into <laughs> the money that he's getting. All right. Uh, two things. I was I was searching uh, the banana question. Uh, it says to really not consume more than two a day. Interesting. Oh, why? When, I don't know. Oh, I said I otherwise, see. consult a dietary <laughs> person. Uh, and then also one thing i do love uh a thing that reoccurs in salute your shorts is the payphone yeah just the sneaking to the payphone feels i don't know like a great set piece yeah absolutely. always works uh yeah i love this uh, interaction here maybe we could listen to it
3: sure
0: so who are you calling
1: oh uh, we were just checking the time
0: oh is that all well i'll tell you it's uh punishment time (laughs) oh
5: boy
2: yeah i mean you know we we obviously paid uh some some respects to kirk bailey not not too long ago after he passed but uh the the interactions between budnik and ug yeah it's uh children's television comic gold yes uh also i mean as always
3: ug is uh giving the best performance just giving it us all oh yeah um I, I just i as i'm watching this i just keep thinking like if this was anybody else yes. this could have been horrible but you just nailed. could it. have been
5: <laughs> you didn't like it <laughs> didn't work <laughs>
3: Uh, after Donkey Lips finishes his laps, Budnick threatens to turn him into ground beef if he doesn't sneak out to pick up the burgers. Oh boy. I did, kinda... like,
4: I did like that. Budnick's roasts are so good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know it's not this episode, but the one that I accidentally watched right in the beginning, he had a really good roast. He was like, could tell him to suck a can of beans through a straw. <laughs> <laughs> And then like ten seconds later he's like, you know what the definition of a wuss is? Someone who listens to counselors. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, was in this episode, but.
2: I didn't forget him. I feel like Budnick and Little Pete would have a great, like, insult <laughs> yeah. off. Yeah, you know. uh,
3: later, Tully convinces Ugg to let Donkey Lips and Sponge out of activities for the afternoon so they can go jog. Brilliant.
0: Yeah, it's a good plan. If yeah. you go running, you're going to burn off calories and lose weight. And you don't want that, do you? No. Well, that's why donkey lips should push you in the wheelbarrow that's out by the tool shed. That way, he gets even more exercise. And you get the maximum benefit from these. Pork rinds I confiscated off Butnik. Pretty good idea,
5: huh?
1: I can't believe he gave us this. Hey, Sponge? Yeah? Maybe if I did lose weight, I wouldn't get picked on so much. I'm a little husky, you know. Yeah, I know.
3: Um, as the boys daydream about their future successes on their way to the burger stand, they find out that the money is spilling out of Donkey Lips's pocket. Number 22, is.
0: your order is ready. Number 22, your order is ready. Number
1: 22, your
5: order is ready.
1: Hey, that's us. That'll be $63. Okay. Half. Oh, no. How could you be so dumb? It's not my fault. It's my pocket's fault. You own the pants. You own the pockets. It's your fault. No. My mom bought the pants. It's
4: her fault. This is when they see the burger stand. And this is like <laughs> the funniest part to me because Donkey lips is like, oh, isn't she beautiful? <laughs> <laughs> and it's just this beige painted brick building with like I don't know maybe like a, yeah. a cover yeah uh, it looks like a
2: overly large
4: concession stand yeah, yeah, a, yeah. a random concession stand <laughs> at any park
2: yeah 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 uh,
3: I love just thinking about like where is this place in relation to the camp it's out in the
2: middle of nowhere or what this what like how do you get this job
4: it's seemingly <laughs> not far away yeah which led me to believe that there's other camps around uh, I don't know yeah maybe yeah there's Um, a there's a full-on pa pa system yeah
2: (laughs) (laughs) i do like this uh interaction here
3: between um sponge and donkey lips as they're heading to the to the burger stand Um, oh yeah just talking about whatever it's very uplifting their their problems and overcoming them um Meanwhile, Ugg discovers a trail of change, which he follows out of the lodge. In <laughs> just, like, this could have been nothing, yeah. but him getting on the ground, and he's like, uh, it's a, yeah. yeah, at just, some point, it's like,
1: oh. <laughs> yeah, just the sense of discovery.
3: Like,
2: absolutely, he sells it so, yeah. so well. Like, oh, yeah, Ugg's off and going now. He's going to follow yeah. this trail And it of makes change. perfect
3: sense to us, you know, as the viewer. Yeah. We're like, yeah, I get it. Yeah. Um, when Donkey Lips and Sponge reach the burger stand, their order is called, but when they go to pay, they discover that they lost half of the money. Um, in one of the... I didn't, fir-
4: go ahead. I didn't particularly like how Sponge treated Donkey Lips mm. when he discovered that he had a hole in his pocket. I don't remember exactly what he says, but he's like, how could you be so dumb? And I was like, whoa, <laughs> Sponge. Um, that was mean. It was mean, but
2: I kind of got it. <laughs> like, you didn't notice what? what how much money? $18 uh, spilling out of yeah. your pocket? Or... Oh, yeah, I guess you would notice the weight. I was even thinking,
3: like, maybe you wouldn't notice the sound because the sound of the yeah. wheelbarrow might be very loud. Oh, he uh, would have he would have yeah.
4: noticed the change moving around <laughs> and getting lighter in that pocket.
2: Also, the hole seems so big. The hole seems big enough that it all would have just...
3: Yeah probably, yeah probably um I do for some reason this moment sticks in my mind of all Nickelodeon stuff uh the woman calling the order oh my god <laughs> your order is ready your order is ready weird cuts your <laughs> order ready yeah just like kind of echoing like and sponge and donkey lips like in this weird distant shot like looking around yeah yeah uh, man, something about that. Um, um, well, as they search for the missing money, they spot UG following the trail of change down to the burger stand. In, uh, oh, I also love this, just them spotting Ugg yeah. slowly making his <laughs> way. <twist.
5: laughs>
3: um, the girl at working the counter flirts with UG until she convinces him to pay the rest. So, uh,
0: what time do you get off? As soon as these kids show up with the cash. Twenty!
1: Hmm. Um, you know, it really is too bad these kids stiffed me.
0: Oh, yeah, that's horrible.
1: As soon as the food is, um, paid for, I thought I'd go for a swim. You know? Work on my, uh, tan.
0: Oh, yeah? <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, I'm maybe i could pay for the food and then when you close maybe we could go swimming together
1: would you sure oh that would be so nice of you let's see the cash
4: that was a weird interaction too oh boy (laughs) (laughs) there's some problems (laughs) (laughs) uh made no sense
3: another thing that i love like for no reason exactly
2: it's just such a weird interaction um I mean, yeah, we've seen we've good. seen this with Ugg before, though. He's just so desperate for yeah. any adult female. <laughs> yeah. like, uh, yeah. we, we've seen it at the movie theater. We've seen it with Mona. Uh, we, we, occasionally, like Ugg's just really hot for chicks. And uh, I do at the very least, it it saves it from being overly creepy in the fact that like she just absolutely turns it on him.
4: That like. Oh, uh,
3: I mean, I think she's. <laughs> worse her what she does to him is worse <laughs> I, was, so?
4: I was a bit thrown off because at first i thought that she was like maybe 16 17 years oh. old oh geez okay <laughs> yeah. and i was like oh like well i mean that's typically who works at concession right. wow. stand right. burger right. places like right. i guess maybe no older than 25 but i thought she was really young <laughs> and then i was like well how old is how old is ugg like do they ever address how old he is the campers are clearly like 13 at most yeah, I, yeah. we've
2: we've figured out that ugg when filming this was 28 like his he doesn't look 28 but he's like 20, the actor yeah the actor is okay. 28 uh this a little tease here andrew any chance are we going to get a bio on her uh oh yeah oh great sure okay of course <laughs> cuz i'd love to know great.
4: anything more about her so i thought that was weird that he was flirting with that uh, possibly a teenager and you know when do you get off work let's go swimming sure
3: uh, <laughs> well, it not. also may be a little harder to see on this uh, horrible version of it uh, because she's behind the window right but she does but I think she is uh, a little bit older no yeah for sure she's a uh... Like, I think she's within Ugg's reasonable, like, dating range. If you say (laughs) so.
1: Kicked off the wrestling trip, thrown out of camp. My parents are not going to get a refund. And Ugg is touching our food. The wheelbarrow! If he sees it, we'll be roasted. Toasted. And burned burned to a crisp.
3: Uh, While while Ugg's distracted, the boys sneak the food away from him and take off back to
4: camp. I love that.
3: (laughs) The stick. The stick to (laughs) grab the food. Little, little Rascals-esque. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. totally. Um, and uh, the girl behind the stand just ditches Ugg. Yeah. yeah totally. Let's him pay I, for the I, food, yeah, ditches I, him. I kind of like it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't dislike it, I'm just saying. <laughs> it's hard on him. Um, with Ugg following close behind, the campers scarf their burgers down. But after all his hard work, Don...
0: You guys having a party? How come I wasn't invited?
1: It wasn't a surprise. <laughs> oh. Okay. Well, why don't
0: you guys come down to the lodge in a few minutes, and I'll weigh in. Wrestling tourney's tomorrow. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. This sequence almost nauseates me, it makes me really sad for them. Like, Ugg's coming, we've gone through all this work, now we can't even enjoy the meal. Sure. it just got to, like, yeah. stuff our gullets. It's gross. <laughs> <laughs> it really didn't bother me that much, but... <laughs> okay. I just wanted them to... I, I just wanted them to enjoy the meal.
3: Sure, sure. Uh, The campers manage to quell Ugg's suspicions, and he informs Donkey Lips and Sponge that it's time for their final weigh-in. But as one final insult, the others force Donkey Lips and Sponge to take out the trash, and it spills everywhere.
4: Just heartbreaking.
2: (laughs) When I was watching it, I was like, is this necessary? Like, is this even a necessary plot point? Like, because they're going to fix it, so, like, this is buying a minute of time, but also... yeah." It's pretty devastating. Like it's—that's the thing. It, it's, it's Donkey like, Lips's line delivery here, which let's listen.
1: To. Great, just when things are going good, I get this garbage. All my life is garbage. So pick up your life and stuff it back in a trash bag. Come on. Garbage,
4: garbage, garbage, life, Disney yeah. <laughs> garbage life.
3: <laughs> I love this line. Yeah. It's just—I yeah. feel like this scene just really. Brings it home, like these guys are having a tough time. <laughs> yeah, you're about to be rewarded, uh, presumably.
5: Yeah.
4: yeah. No. But it, this is also where the sure. weird ragtime music comes in <laughs> when they <laughs> yeah. gather up all of the trash and they're, they're scurrying around really quick because they spot Ugg, who well, appears to be ten feet away. <laughs>
5: yeah,
4: yeah. And they just yell his name and are able to pick up all of this trash before he can see them. <laughs> I get it, it's a show and it's supposed to be funny. Sure, and I, I'm an adult and it's not funny to me, but.
3: <laughs> oh, I loved it.
4: I did enjoy the music. I was like, alright, <laughs> this, this seems appropriate. Uh,
3: when they finally make it to the weigh in, Donkey Lips ends up coming in one
0: pound over. Here, one pound over.
1: Over?
5: Yeah. Well,
0: I'm sorry, Donkey Lips. I know you tried it. I guess you'll have to wait till next
1: year. More garbage. You can have my
2: not
3: That's to that's the most downer moment of the episode. It's like, you, oh my he god. He takes
4: like a champ too because yeah. they're like, is there anything you want to take off of you or whatever? And he's like, no. Like I'm sticking up for the rest of the campers for some reason, even though he clearly has, yeah. five hundred burger wrappers stuck up <laughs> his shirt, and yeah. his we find out his lobster claw, cracker yeah. Yeah. that had to weigh a little bit.
2: I do love the moment earlier
4: in the episode where he's really bickering with Ugg about the
2: weight, <laughs> yeah. like yeah, yeah, scooting scooting good. it on the measure. Like, like I, you know know how much I, I know weigh. my own weight. But... <laughs> um, yeah, but. He does take it like a champ, but but also like I think that moment of like you know Donkey Lips definitely probably has some self esteem problems and uh, like okay this is just another thing like yeah. you know I mean
3: it's a great very effective yeah. moment yeah say. yeah um he's so depressed that he even gives Sponge his claw cracker Sponge steps on the scale to find what he gained, that he gained plenty of weight to qualify until he hands him a five pound dumbbell to start training. But when Sponge sets the dumbbell on the scale to run after Donkey Lips, they discover that the scale is actually two pounds heavier
0: than what it's supposed to be. Congratulations, Sponge! you've gained more than enough weight to get in the category.
1: You did it, you're going to win the lobster. Here, take this dumbbell and start lifting. If you want to win the tournament, you need muscles. I want to go see how Donkey Lips is, because if he give away his clock record, there's no telling what he'll do next. Well, take the weight with you, it's only five pounds.
0: Scale says it's seven pounds.
1: Hey wait, the scale is off. It's not giving a true reading.
0: You're right. It weighs everything two pounds heavier and it actually is. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs>
5: yes. Uh, by mm-hmm. one pound, right? Yeah. yeah.
0: And sponge by one pound.
5: Uh.
3: No? It's less clear. Okay. But, okay. Yeah. Uh, but but just a triumphant moment. Oh yeah. Yeah,
2: you know? like yeah. He's... And
3: it's great. It's a, a perfectly done, like, switcheroo at the end where it's like it makes sense oh the scale's off we've been looking at the scale all episode yeah it's a old crappy scale
2: and they've really planted the uh the the nutcracker uh early in the episode so it's like on your mind it's this thing that exists it's like oh yeah 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 that would uh, i guess uh maybe add some maybe add some weight (laughs) yeah two i mean two pounds is a heavy (laughs) nutcracker that drives me crazy when we go to the doctor's office and well, my doctor's office, oh, yeah. they make me do the scale first all the time. And, like, they do not even offer, like, do you want to take off your shoes? Or, like, You're it's just, like, get on there. I'm like, come
5: on.
4: Like, when I did it in the winter, it's, like, full coat, shoes, <laughs> hat, gloves, scarf. And they're like, oh, is this is how what you weigh. Like, well, I'm like, no, but, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a winter outfit can legit probably add, like,
2: two to three pounds. Easily,
3: yeah. Yeah. Um, Sponge runs to tell Donkulips the good news. When lips finds out, he asks for his claw crab, you're back. In a great ending. Yes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you can say hi to the lobster for me. You can shake hands with the lobster. The scale was off. You're going. Come on. Even with all the wrappers and junk in your pockets. You made the way. We can go to the wrestling trophies. I get a trophy? And a lobster? And a good buddy to go with you. Who? Me! Great! Ow! Just kidding. Hey, Sponge. About that claw cracker I gave you, I'd like it back. But you gave it to me. No, I don't want you to have it anymore. I'd like it back. But you gave it, you not going to keep it. Please, just give it to me. No.
3: So your Shorts are just so good at, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. at the details. They're so good at <laughs> like pulling together every detail. Maybe, it's, maybe you don't love it, you know, but... It's pretty tightly, like, crafted.
4: No holes in this story. (laughs) Hmm. I
2: mean... You didn't point out any? Uh,
4: I did. When Ugg was about four feet away from him and (laughs) couldn't see. Couldn't see what? Them picking up the trash or yelling Uh, his name. He's... Uh, I mean, Ugg is notoriously distracted. No one questioning Budnick's burger plan, which turned out to be really stupid, him (laughs) using the payphone to call it in. He sold it like he had a, he had an inn like he knew <laughs> a guy that he was going to call and they were going to bring burgers and it's like, oh, I'm just, just going to call it in. Oh, that's, that's Budnick's MO. You guys could have done this too with your own money, but for some reason you're all following me.
2: Yeah. That's, that's his whole, that's his this
3: whole is gimmick. A, uh, I get it. I mean, this is so realistic. Yes this is a total
2: uh, we know people like this you just try to (laughs) shove the plan through yes there are people who really thrive on creating plans and (laughs) and and having other people believe that they are the person that will make that plan become a reality but Budnick's
4: store Bud Mart which (laughs) we didn't mention (laughs) at the beginning was a very good name for his store (laughs) Uh, was clever like whipped cream hidden as shaving cream Mm -hmm. yeah the shoelace was not clever, but I feel like there was another one besides the whipped cream.
3: Yeah, it was the buttercreams in the mutiny on the Bony. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, yes.
4: Like those were clever. This just just seemed uh, shoddy. Sure, sure. Also, a hole in the story: this was one day. <laughs> okay, I was trying to figure that, that right at the end that they yeah, and they spent four hours running around. <laughs> And he yeah. lost, I mean, I get, like, the scale was off, but you're still to believe that he lost five that's, pounds. That's a long mile.
2: Well, uh, but
4: particularly if you don't eat,
2: <laughs> I'm, like, I'm one of those people where if I can go, like, a day with really out, with well, yeah, or, yeah, without, water weight and stuff, I get it. Yeah, yeah, but. yeah. I, and plus, he's doing, like, a mile and walking to the snack. I, I, I can see it. Two pounds on the, uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. I feel like that's definitely really, four maybe the most now
4: we're legitimate legitimate supposed to believe Sponge gained. <laughs> That's, however much he was supposed to maybe all in
3: bananas all, yeah it's just all <laughs> banana <laughs> that's weight. a lot of banana weight <laughs> <laughs> um just another Ugg moment that I love him taking that buttercream out Some, even that he makes he does it well like sticking his fingers in there all right. yeah,
2: buttercream alright should we look at what went into this sure hi this is Bios Trivia Ratings and Stray
3: Observations I of course, took a look at Donkey Lips, Michael Bauer. How could I not? Yeah. Um, we've already looked at uh, Sponge in a previous episode, um, but Michael Bauer appeared in a lot of 90s stuff. Sure I feel did. like he was a one of those 90s faces that yeah. is, defines the whole era. Um, yeah. You may have seen him in Tales from the Crypt, The Willies, Doogie Hauser, Wonder Years, Weird Science the TV show. I know Brett likes this one. Becker... Yeah. <laughs> uh Evolution. Oh yeah. X Files. Dude Where's My Car. Wait, who in X Files? Um, you know what I didn't actually. Alright Um and Tim and Eric spent time stories mm. semi recently. Okay.
2: Um
3: Yeah. Just I I just wanted to see him in more stuff. Can't Did,
2: believe he hasn't been in more You stuff. said Dude Where's My Car? Yeah. Well, yeah. That that's really the one that stuck out to me. Oh uh, yeah. He was like part of that like cult.
3: And that felt like a long time later. At the time, yeah, yeah. Where you're
2: like, "Whoa, there's Donnie." Oh, good, like, yeah, yeah, good, good, good. good. And that's still kind of how I feel. He's getting I, another I, break. I, yeah, he yeah, should absolutely. He's really funny.
3: Yeah, um, I also took a look at the cashier. Sure. Played by Kelly Jones. Mm. You might have caught her in Robin Hood, Men in Tights. Might have. Man on the Moon. Huh. Or uh, One Tree
5: Hill.
2: Nah. Mm. Well, not a ton of roles. Mostly small roles, but. Okay. Uh, she was good in it. Yeah. She, she was. was very, like, uh, assured. Yeah. Seemed like a real act- actor. She really stuck it to the Ugg. Sure did. <laughs> um, well, this episode was directed by Larry Lipton. We've looked at Larry before, mm. so I'm not going to go over too much. He he did uh, direct three episodes. This one, uh, Sarah Madre, mm. and Toilet Seat Basketball. hmm the writer is Steve Slavkin, who created the show. Uh, we've definitely talked about him. So I looked at the producer of Slew Your Shorts. His name is Tim Claussen. And Tim has had a heck of a career. Uh, like, legit, very good career as a executive. So his main thing that he's listed on in most things is Executive Vice President of <laughs> Physical Production. I don't know what that is. but uh, So some of his jobs include the original Twin Peaks series. Wow. Uh, all. All episodes. Uh he worked as the executive in charge of physical production on Inglorious Bastards. Uh the pretty much every anything that's called Project Runway, there's a million, but uh, all right. he's on all that. Django. <laughs> <Now we're talking. laughs> Django Unchained. Uh 12 Years a Slave. Noah, Birdman, Gong Girl, elven and the Chipmunks, The Road Chip. Uh <laughs> The Revenant in uh, a movie i just watched recently uh cure for wellness so he's like he's on some uh, uh, i love it interesting cool stuff
4: did he get a start
2: with salute your shorts uh Tim, twin peaks was before it oh so wow he three. brought those skills to <laughs> salute it shows,
5: it shows. <laughs> it, shows. Steve, it shows
2: steve slaskin's like who's the production guy on twin peaks can we get him on
5: salute your <laughs> shorts
2: <laughs> and it does show you right uh any trivia uh
3: couple things okay um, lemon meringue happens to be Michael Bauer's real-life favorite pie, yeah. something his grandmother made him every year for his birthday. Really nice. Huh. Um, and in uh, MTV's video press kit for Danny Cooksey's
2: <laughs> band, Bad for Good, uh, Danny's wearing the same peace shirt that appears in this episode. <laughs> I did think that was an interesting wardrobe choice for him. Yeah. That piece, It just said peace all over yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, there's no way to substantiate any of this trivia, but uh, I... Oh, I watched the Bad for Good uh, press kit, if that's what you Oh, mean. wow. Uh, so there is a way to substantiate <laughs> this. I just am too lazy to do it. Okay. Um, well, there was one that said sound effects of feet stomping were added to the scene where Donkey Lips took Michael down with a wrestling hold, and the bell ringing was borrowed from the WCW main event <laughs> wrestling intro. Wow. That was a weird scene, too. I did not check that, but uh, could be real. <laughs> yeah oh. Uh,
3: stray observations? Yeah Um, I know you guys got this one Uh, Dr. Khan clarifies that last night Last night's meat was
2: This Oh, I forget Chicken Brett, as always, has come fully prepared <laughs> <laughs> Nothing written down <laughs> So, wait, but I want to double check Any stray observations?
4: No, not right. off the top of my head Alright I was gonna do the order number, but then they said it like 16 times, and I was like, well, they're gonna remember that one, um, How Um
2: much, How much does Sponge weigh?
4: Oh, good one.
2: I think really I remember. I
4: have no clue. 73? No clue.
2: It's like 85. Ooh, you're so close, Brett, 74. Oh. 74 pounds. <laughs> they do not give Donkey Lips' weight, but mm-hmm. judging by the scale,
4: Well, hard to
3: tell.
2: Well, you were judging by the
3: bottom weight, too.
4: They did say he was five pounds too heavy for a particular weight class, though. Mm. Mm. So if you really wanted to investigate it. Right. Yeah. Like if I had a podcast and we were talking about it. And maybe a stray observation about what that that weight class was, because I remember his. Really? Yeah. Oh. It was cruiserweight. Cruiserweight. Ah. And then I can't remember what sponge was, but it was... Funny, because <laughs> like, I was expecting it to be like featherweight, but it was yeah. something more pathetic than that. <laughs>
5: pathetic.
4: And I don't think it's like a real thing. Mm. So, in professional boxing, the weight limit is two hundred pounds. Oh. In kickboxing, it's one hundred and ninety-five pounds. So he has to be under two hundred. No, he was over. T- he was over by five pounds. They said
2: oh, for no official... for his class. For yeah, his... and
4: they said cruiser weight. And that's the highest you can be. Yeah. Okay. The weight limit is two hundred pounds. So he's two o five. Yeah. Okay. Well, good work, Brett.
5: <laughs>
3: <laughs> um, did you catch the foods listed on the meal calendar? Oh, um, yeah. I don't remember. Okay. Well, they included bratwurst surprise, oh, yeah. gumbo surprise, chipped beef surprise, and tuna surprise.
5: Mm. Mm.
2: What you going with?
3: Um, probably the. I guess the tuna surprise. Ooh, tuna
4: surprise. Yeah. I don't know about that. I mean, it's coming out of a can. Tuna's always a surprise. <laughs> I don't know if I want it to even be more of a surprise. Well, what are you going with? Was there gumbo? Yeah. yeah. Probably gumbo. Surprise. Gumbo that could be
3: anything. I exactly. Like. That's <laughs> that's the surprise. What's the first two? Uh, bratwurst surprise, and there was chipped beef
2: surprise. Mm, probably the chipped beef. Yes. Okay. Um. All right. What is the what is the order? Like, what is the initial order of food? Oh.
3: Got that. Thirty-six burgers. Oh, one yeah. no tears. One bleeding. and One tuna salad. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. You got. it. Um, Budnick says that uh, wrestling bites unless this.
4: Oh.
3: <laughs> it's kind of hard.
4: It was someone. I can't remember. It was good though. It was the name of two wrestlers and there was like, Body Slam and the Nightcrawler <laughs> yeah. or something. <laughs> you get to dress up like Sergeant Slaughter. Oh, yeah. And Body Slam the Atomic
2: Werewolf. Ah. <laughs>
5: Yeah. I'm
2: um, I'm not a hundred percent sure on this, but I think I was able to make it out clearly enough. Did you catch what the hut, the the, the snack shack was I called? Even come close no. to seeing that. Okay, I, I'm pretty sure it was called Tommy's. Uh,
3: I did wonder that. I'm glad you caught it. Um, what's uh, what Sponge says Telly's protein shake tastes like?
4: Oh, Oh, how. uh... uh Donkey lips' feet smell. Oh, yeah. His socks. But socks. In, in, in.
2: Um, how many Camp Anawana shirts are spotted in this episode? Yeah. I know you love doing this, but I
3: didn't count anyway. Nope. Want <laughs> um, to take a guess? Let's say wait a minute. What's, what is your criteria again? Camp Anawana,
2: like, a, a shirt, yeah. and it can't be the same character wearing it, like, okay. any more than one. let
3: okay. say, like, there wasn't a lot of kids in this episode. Other kids, I don't think. I'm going to say one. I'm going to say
2: 11. Four. Oh, wow. That's almost done. <laughs> um, yeah, none of the main... I believe none of the main characters. It's uh, all that's extras. Or maybe... Maybe Ugg. Uh, Ugg's something. wearing it
4: in one I think. Yeah, I, I think Ugg, Ugg is
2: one wearing M1. So. Um, what Telly says her
3: protein shake needs more of? Did you catch him?
4: Uh... I want to say liver.
3: Yeah, that's one. Up of
4: of two. And it was like a vegetable, but I can't remember.
3: Broccoli. Nope. Garlic.
2: Garlic. Um, how many extras? Now I, I count this as if I see a kid in the background, they count. Uh, I'm not looking if it's the same actor because that's just chaos. So anytime I see someone in the background, once a scene.
3: In okay, okay.
2: let's see. I'm sure I'm sure I counted repeated but you know
3: it's got to be kind of a lot just because of that one scene where they're outside of the camp or it, outside of the lodge there is
2: there is there was one scene where it's like wow there's a kind the of a 23 let's say 12 32 wow yeah it was loaded it was loaded and actually those um those lodge scenes were really like they had extras.
4: I was thinking um, the weigh-ins. There seemed to be a lot of extra people yeah, in the background. They're they're around for sure.
3: Um, what is the name of Zizi's
0: piggy bank? Mm, that's a great one. Mm, I can't remember. Neither can
2: I. Pippy. Pippy.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, well, this episode on IMDb has uh, an eight point five out of ten, which is pretty high in imdb as we've come to learn um what did you give donkey lips and sponge weigh in out of five crypt stars
3: uh well for some reason i've ranked it pretty low on our uh season one ranking mm.
2: did you go back and listen
3: um or no but had, i went back and looked at my you had ranking notes. okay yeah. um and i'm not sure exactly why i ranked it that low i think maybe it just feels a little bit uh like there's some cracks But, it's such a classic episode and so crucial to this show, I feel like. Maybe not quite as much as Zeke, but it's a very crucial episode, so I give it a four and a half or five.
5: Okay.
2: Yeah, definitely not as crucial, but it's very memorable for some reason. I think especially if you're a fan of the show. Yeah. It really has stuck in my mind
3: amongst the top episodes in my head over the years, Um,
2: feels like a little bit of a companion piece with um radio calling contest like same vibe where it's like nothing monumental's happening but it's fun enough yeah. it's chaotic and fun enough that like it has your attention
5: yeah
2: Brett 3 <laughs> okay okay <laughs> it's fine yeah you definitely didn't hate it then
5: well i mean was it wasn't <laughs>
4: it was bad but i think i just don't like the show wow Hmm. But I, I, I don't know, that was fine. I like talking about it, I guess.
3: Cracking up at Budnick.
4: Yeah, well, I, he's obviously the best. <laughs> Bud Mart. <laughs> yeah, that was great. Uh, loved the wrestling bites. I mean, what a roast. Wrestling <laughs> <Just like> bites. <laughs> I'll turn you into ground beef. I mean, come on. Yeah, pretty good. Okay.
2: Um, That's yeah. understandable, though. I mean. Um, well, I, I, I'm with you, Andrew. I gave this a four and a half. It's not a, oh. not a perfect Salute Your Shorts episode. Um I, you know, pacing wise, it's not it's not perfect, but um, the sponge donkey lips teaming up yeah. feels really good, and um, that con- that con- that concession scene combined with Uggs, it's just a good ep- <laughs> yeah. uh, it's a good Ug episode. Um, it feels really good, and it's one I definitely since the '90s when I think about silly shorts, it's one that comes to mind pretty quickly yeah. behind you know the obvious yeah um also it's such a downer for much of it that it feels
3: uh (laughs) like it feels like too downed for something modern or something Mm. like uh like they were just holding no punches at the time and they're like let's just lay it on them like it really is yeah instead of
2: it's a boy heavy episode too so i wonder mm, if that's maybe why you and i that could be like it a little little bit Mm. more um Okay. Uh, well, do you guys want to name the episode?
5: Yeah.
3: Well, I didn't take the easy route. Instead, this time I called this one "Surf and Turf."
5: Ooh. Ah, okay.
3: Surf and Turf. It's one other I really wanted to do, but
2: oh, tell us. We're Well, I, you might
3: have it. One of you. Might oh, okay, have
4: okay. It. We'll wait because I have some alternatives too. I went the very obvious route, and I went with Donkey Lips' win. Mm, nice. Donkey Lips' is win. Yeah. What? Yeah. He gets get a win. He gets a win. Oh, oh like, I got it.
2: Okay. This is
4: his win. Donkey Lips. <laughs> like, his win.
2: Donkey Lips' is win. win. Yeah. So there's an apostrophe. <laughs> there's an apostrophe Okay. <laughs>
4: okay. It's his win. He I owns like it. it. He got yeah, it. You're right. He gets it at the end. I guess we could go donkey lips finally gets a win Mm. but that seems too out like too long sure kind of sets up what's gonna happen ah yeah yeah sure okay Um, I went with wordplay
2: cheap but I went with uh tread lobster (laughs) (laughs) Uh, okay
3: yeah
2: (laughs) reaching maybe a little bit what uh, but pretty good tread like walk you know, because they're walking. Yeah, yeah. Red lobster, tread lobster. Oh, tread lobster.
3: Okay, I thought you're like <laughs> supposed to be like tread light. That is but like word. I don't tread
2: lobster. Like, like red lobster, tread lobster.
3: Yeah, yeah. Okay.
5: <laughs> I saw some of the other oh, episode boy. names, and
4: none of them would have uh, aligned with tread lobster.
2: <laughs> Maybe I should go with my other
4: one. <laughs> what was all right? So, what was the other one okay. you were thinking
2: of?
3: Um, hamburger Heaven. A oh. line from the episode. Okay, okay, it's like it's like the whoever came up with cheeseburgers in paradise it's like trying hard <laughs> not to do oh. hamburger and I, hamburgers and I, uh, okay
2: my other one was uh, Trail of Change oh ah uh, multiple oh email. wow that's pretty good Trail of Change I think Should that's I go pretty tra- good you think I better think... than Tread Lobster I mean <laughs> <laughs> oh
4: boy that's pretty good do Were I have permission to change because you guys seem to I like it so. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think so yeah I like Trail of Change right. better than Tread Lobster that's for sure <laughs>
2: listen I love someone really you know it's I think a valuable trait in someone to tell another person like you're wrong
4: (laughs) Tread Lobster is wrong
2: All right, so let's go around what are they Uh, surf and turf donkey lips is win trail of change I've always said trail of change (laughs) Uh, we'll we'll post those and you guys uh, can vote Um, before we wrap up uh, got a couple emails here all right, uh, so this is from our old buddy Quincy. Uh, this one's called "Best Theme Song Opening List" mm. from our our heyday yeah. episodes one and two. Nice. Uh, he says, "Hey, it's how are things going for you? I've been loving the last past episodes. Having Lyndon and Max as guest are always cool to. Uh, are having Lyndon and Max as guests are always good listens. I know we're in the new millennium now. Shout out Invader Zim, Wild Thornberries, and SpongeBob. But I started to go back to the beginning of the podcast to hear." Uh, and I wanted to give my five best theme songs an opening credit list. Uh, number five, Doug. Mm. Love the transitional animation and the introduction of the characters. Doug also had a good opening title card as well. Great intro music by Fred Newman. Couldn't, couldn't agree more. <laughs> uh, four, All That. What else, has, what else hasn't been said? Classic intro by TLC. An intro so good you immediately think of the show. The actors bouncing on the trampoline was always fun to see. Can't forget the big ear of course. Number three, Angry Beavers. Really love the jazz vibes and the color schemes as the Dag and Norbit with them dancing. Beaver Fever. Two, Keenan and Kel. One of my favorites. The beat alone makes you bop your head in a 90s fashion. Keenan and Kel riding around with Coolio (laughs) was the coolest thing to me as a kid. Imagine riding down the street with your favorite artist. uh, Most intro song breakdowns aren't that good, but Coolio fun lyrics help pull you in. And number one, Hey Arnold. Wow. Top Nick intro. This opening credits turn me uh, on to Jazz Fusion. Jim Lang is great for blessing this show with real soulful melancholy melancholy music for young kids. This music became the soundtrack to my life. Lockjaw Groove is a must listen. Mm, agreed. Uh, thank you, Nickelodeon, for allowing artists to showcase their types of music and genres to a whole new generation. Best podcast, your friendly neighbor, Q. Thanks, Quincy. Great, great list. Yeah, uh, very solid. I, like
3: I can barely remember what mine was now, but.
2: We uh, had to have
4: most of those.
3: I don't know. I feel like we might have been trying to. <laughs> it might have been going really
4: uh, obscure and weird mm-hmm. at the time. I don't think so. Was it Chris the, that really hated? Uh, it, yes, the Chris. Guy? And Chris <laughs> does <laughs>
2: not like <laughs> Fred Newman <laughs> at <laughs> all.
3: Uh. <laughs> Hey dudes, I just wanted to say that I appreciate you. I recently went on a camping trip and knew I was going to be out of cell service, so I downloaded a couple of your episodes. And as I was driving to the campground, I listened to the Favorite Doug Episodes show, and it made me reminisce and smile, and just overall made me happy. So thank you.
5: That one's with Uh, Brett. Oh, yeah.
4: Which
2: one? Favorite Doug Episodes.
4: That was with me? Yeah. I don't remember that. obviously made a mark in Brett's life, too. (laughs) I just don't remember ranking Doug episodes. I feel like that's something that I don't remember. Oh, you sure did. Um,
3: This quote from Fred Rogers is helping me remember to let people know that I appreciate them more often. I believe that appreciation is a holy thing, that when we look for what's best in a person we happen to be with at the moment, we're doing what God does all the time. So in loving and appreciating our neighbor, we're participating in something sacred. Red
2: Raptors, mm. All is pipe, Mr. Mayonnaise. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Mr. Yeah, Mayonnaise. Really nice. Spreading love, appreciation. Yeah, that All good Rogers.
4: Stuff.
2: All right, this next one is from Dasha, or uh, Dasha? Sorry. Uh-huh. But it says, regarding 2001 in review, and your upcoming episode regarding cheeseburgers and paradise, or sponge and donkey lips weigh in. uh, I want to start off by saying I absolutely love your podcast. I found it when I was listening to another podcast talk about favorite Nickelodeon game shows maybe two weeks ago, and I have randomly been listening to various episodes ever since. Loved last last time's episode regarding 2001, I love Scrubs, and Six Feet Under. I don't know if you did 2000 uh, yet but I'm pretty sure the most ferguson song of all time is not even just for the year 2000 or 2001 but it would be Madonna's version of American Pie if you haven't heard <laughs> if you haven't heard it listen and then Uh, you will regret it immediately as far as salute your shorts cheeseburgers and paradise uh, I love this episode and forgot how much I love the show until I just rewatched it so I could listen to your podcast when the next episode came out all the way through the late 80s and into the 90s to be honest I was probably I probably watched it when I was too old to. now my kids are watching it and I'm introducing them to all the cool things uh that I lived through uh I'm from missouri it was born in the mid 80s so nickelodeon was my jam all the way through the late 80s and into the 90s to be honest i probably watched it when i was too old too now my kids are watching it and i'm introducing them to all the cool things that are available on paramount plus so glad nickelodeon has come has some of their programming uh from the 90s up there and i hope they get more uh dasha ah
3: wow, really nice yeah um, glad to hear uh the next generation is or multiple (laughs) generations forward
2: is getting into the older uh, i'd like it if her kids were sitting there being like boy the production value is just (laughs) really low and there's a lot of plot plot holes here mom (laughs) um no that's great to hear uh and i'm I'm glad you found us Yeah, yeah um well that wraps up uh this episode andrew what are we up to next
3: uh, next time we're doing our top Hey Arnold's mm-hmm. seems like a long time coming long time coming yeah, I think uh, I might
4: send an email in for that one oh. you got thoughts? maybe <laughs> <laughs> it's not whether or not I have thoughts it's whether or not I put in the work
5: mm. to, uh, to let you guys know
4: <laughs> well you, you pulled it off with
2: Doug I mean I, I don't remember everything about that episode but I remember feeling like you had clear organized yeah. thoughts yeah <laughs> I'll look forward to it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, favorite Hey Arnolds. Of course, we'll, we'll sh- uh, shout you guys out on Instagram uh, so we can find out what you, some of your favorite episodes of Arnold are. Um, in the meantime, if you're looking to get a hold of us, we are on Twitter at BOC Podcast. We're on Instagram at Orange Couch Podcast. You can email us like all those fine folks did at Orange Couch at gmail.com. Uh, and you can find us on Spotify, Podbean, and Apple Podcasts. Leave a review. It's really super helpful uh to help other people find us. And um boy. Speaking of helpful.
4: Brett? I do what I can. You, you absolutely
3: do. <laughs> <laughs> uh well we hope we see all you atomic werewolves next time. Wrong.
4: Get, you got that bug get, juice? Like, getting chewed up. I think I saw some in the garage, actually.
2: So long, the so buggage. Tonight on Snick, a brand new Ren and Stimpy show. <coughs> yep, they've been working tirelessly around the clock. And finally, they're ready to stretch the limits and the smear on some sand. <laughs> so. Please tune in. Oh please! Oh please! For
5: an all-new oh, Ren and Stimpy please, show tonight on SNICK.